Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey everyone, it's Ryan from No Credentials Required to talk to you about one of our newest partners at Belly Up Sports, SeatGeek. Yeah, live sports is great on television, but the feeling of being at the arena is a priceless experience. That's why our friends at SeatGeek are there to help you find the best tickets at the best prices. Not only can you get tickets to sporting events, we can also get tickets to concerts, comedy shows, musicals, and more. Search for your desired event now at SeatGeek.com, enter promo code BELLYUPSPORTS at checkout, and you save 20 bucks off your first purchase. SeatGeek. Life's an event. We have the tickets. Hey guys, it's Daniel Smooth, host of Tide to BS. Being a part of Belly Up brings along some cool stuff and partners to join our crazy journey, that's for sure. Like Manscaped, for instance. Finally, a way to delicately clean and trim your fremundas without cutting them. Because that'll hurt like hell. Use the promo code BellyUpFantasy at Manscaped.com for 20% off your next order. That's BellyUpFantasy in all caps at Manscaped.com. It's time to BS. You know, I'm not the smartest person to face the planet, but I had to spend a good 20 minutes trying to figure out why the fuck there was no sound coming out of the microphone. I'm a relatively smart person. Relatively. Not a genius, but... To be determined, of course. If you can tell on YouTube, I am wearing a Steelers jersey. Probably for my dad. My dad is a diehard Steelers fan. And he grew up a Steelers fan. Loved the Steelers. Uh, He's still with us. Thankfully. Um... Knock on wood, real fucking fast. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of Time to BS with Daniel Smooth. We're coming to you from the beaches of Long Island, New York. And as I said, it's time to BS. And good God, what do we have here? You see, we now have a video board. And a camera directly pointed at my face while I've had the camera. And this microphone is relatively... It's not new, but I've had it for quite some time. And I've decided on this delightful vacations to record this show using this clearer microphone. It's nice. It's sexy. It's a nice ball. 
that's going to get me banned off YouTube, but who cares? I'm still going to enjoy everything, but um, I'm going to post individual clips of the show, make this a lot easier to edit and shit, so less work for me, but we're still going to have some fun either way. So what to talk about? What are we talking about? Why don't I just fucking tell you? Um, WWE, you managed to piss off not only Drew McIntyre, but also Becky Lynch now. Drew McIntyre and Becky Lynch have both blacked out WWE from their Twitter and Instagram or whatever the fuck pages they're, they're on. Amid contract situations, Drew McIntyre's contract is up this summer. Becky's is not up until next June. Probably. Throw my hands in the air and just say, fuck it. That's a mouse that just fell. Yay. Delightful. Um, listen, I am not a business savant, nor am I a business expert. But you managed to piss off two of your biggest superstars. Well, two of some of your biggest superstars. Let's be clear with this here. Um, listen. I'd be the first, I, I'd be one of the first people to fucking say that, shut up, that Drew McIntyre should have won the, the undisputed title castle at Clash of Castle, Becky Lynch has been treated, eh, debatable, she did have Trish Stratus, teal, the, pff, Trish Stratus turn heel on her, so that was nice, that was cool to see heel Trish again, but... Here's where you lose me. Why the fuck would you piss both of them off? You pissed off one, now you're pissed off the other. Why would you do that? That's just... You're asking for trouble at this point. You're asking for a shitload of trouble here, Sandra. What are you doing? I mean, you want to piss people off? Then do it. Other than that... This is a recipe for fucking disaster at this point. Hi, Mom! Just wave to the camera here. I... I don't know what WWE's doing. I don't know what AEW's doing. Next, I hear reports that they're bringing in Goldberg, potentially. I'm like, what the fuck? Also, I'm slightly tan. Apparently. Thank you, Planet Fitness Spa. We'll talk about the gym later on. But, I'm getting off track here. I don't know what in the flying fuck WWE is doing by not giving both McIntyre and Lynch new contracts. They're fucking superstars. But then again, I'm just a dude behind a microphone in front of a camera. Hi. Who's also on YouTube. But we're still going to have some fun. Let me tell you, ladies and gents, there's not a more dangerous game on the face of this planet than mixing Angry Orchard, Honey Whiskey, and Ginger Ale. This is a very dangerous game that we are playing. This is a very dangerous game. Daniel Smooth is drinking tonight. Ah, here we go. Ah.
draft talk or Steelers talk? What do we decide to do? You want to Steelers? No, I won't. Fuck you. Um, I will, actually. My top... The, the, the Steelers are in a very similar situation as the Penguins are. In terms of the Pittsburgh department. Pittsburgh is... The, the Pittsburgh is in their own department of bullshit. <sighs> to where... May I remind you. The Penguins are fucked. They've become the Red Wings of the 2010s. Where they're just like, eh, they're there, but they're also, nah, not there. The Steelers, on the other hand, they got something going for them. They have their franchise anchoring player in TJ Watt. They got potentially, their franchise quarterback in Kenny Pickett, but that is to be determined, of course. Here's where I draw the line. Mike Tomlin. I don't know what to think of him in this. Part of me thinks Tomlin is the best, is still their head coach. And then part of me is like, why the fuck is Matt Canada still calling plays for the offense? Now, I want to be very clear for those of you on YouTube. You can see which team I'm a fan of in terms of football. I am a Seahawk fan. If you know me well enough, you will know how much I love this team. Also, let's go Islanders on the other bicep. Let's go. Um, But at the same point, I have a soft side for the Steelers. At the same token. And it has come to my full-blown attention that the Steelers are in a very weird boat. They're in that boat of like, you know the, you know the sailboats that are not really sailboats? They have like a motor in them. And they're not really like, full-blown sailboats, they're just like, they're just there. For those of you who are not from the beach towns, you will not get that reference. But if you do go sailing, you will know. Or have a boat of any kind, then you will know. The Steelers are that motorized sailboat. For some reason. Where? It's a nice-looking boat. But there's something off about it. That's the Steelers. So I am someone in particular who loves the gym. I love it. Can't complain. I love the gym. Um, I will go four, five, maybe six times a week. Um, It's great for my head. It really is. Um... There are maybe two things I like to do more than go to the gym, and that's record podcasts and play video games. Or watch sports, that's three. But at the same point, there are many controversial, quote-unquote, thoughts about the gym. There are individuals out there 
who think the gym is a misogynistic place or a terrible place, let's call it that. Um, it's not. It's relatively not. Listen, everyone at the gym is in there for the same exact fucking reason you're there. And that's to better themselves mentally, physically, and emotionally. Three things. So, I am down 80 pounds myself. Still working on it. Um, that picture in which you saw at the beginning of this clip is me at 340 pounds. Uh, that was not one of my proudest pictures I've ever taken in my life, but that was the very first picture I took of my fitness journey three years ago. Three and a half years ago. Um, actually, January 22nd, 2020 was the day I decided to change my life. And I will never forget that. But that's not the point. The point is, is that you got to be able to take your fears and toss them out the window. Toss them out the window like a piece of trash. Just throw them out the fucking window. And just say, fuck you fears. And go get it. Go out there. Go to the fucking gym. Lift some weights. Do some cardio. Run, walk, treadmill, jog, walk backwards, moonwalk, don't give a shit. Go fucking work. Go do that shit. Because there's not a better feeling in this world. There Probably. There's not a better feeling in this world, probably, than the sense of accomplishment that you will get after a long workout. There's not a better feeling in this world than that. Um... Probably. I mean, that's that's up for debate, of course. But, like, you know what I mean. Um, listen. I'm no health or fitness expert. But. If. My journey has shown me anything is that, hey. Shit ain't easy. Fitness ain't easy. It's not. I'm not fit yet. I'm still 260. I don't give a fuck. Still gonna do whatever the fuck I want to do in terms of losing weight, and that's the other thing. You gotta eat healthy too, guys. You, 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 you there, you in the camera. You have to fucking eat healthy. You do. You gotta eat healthy, work out healthy, and take fucking care of yourself. Take care of yourself because you're the most important person in your fucking life. You, that person, you, right there. Most important person in your fucking life. That's it. And another thing is that this shit isn't going to take overnight. The tallest trees take the most fucking time to grow. Look at the redwood forest in California. How long do you think it took for one singular one of those trees to grow? Think about that for a second here. Think about that shit for a good few minutes here. And... That is your fitness journey. It's going to take forever. Well, not forever. It's going to take a long time. But the end journey, the end of the journey is worth it. It is fucking worth it. I'm telling you. You'll feel so much better 
physically, mentally, emotionally, same shit. You will feel amazing. Trust me on that, guys. I got another interesting question for you. Uh, we're filled with interesting questions in this show for some fucking reason. Um, what are your thoughts on the bloodline in WWE? Three years into the faction. Especially, um, Tamina Snuka is rumored to join the bloodline because of their feud with the Judgment Day. What do you think? What do you think of the bloodline? Yeah, I, I I acknowledge the bloodline. I do. I love this faction. I do. It's peak cinema. It is. It's truthfully. It's fucking great. Um, I was not a giant fan of Roman. But since he turned heel, I love it. I love every second of it. And it's great because, truthfully, he's the best thing in WWE right now. And that's crazy because he really he, he really deserves it after eight years of doing basically nothing aside from winning the title three times. Well, four times, technically. And beating The Undertaker at WrestleMania was biggest win of his career. Still is. Um, and I, I love Solo Sokoa. I think he's the fucking man. And then if Tamina is joining the bloodline, that's that adds more fuel to the fire. Which is great. Um, again, like, I love Paulie. I love Paul Heyman. That's that's my boy. Um, he's as real as it gets. He's one of the more real guys in wrestling. Him and Jim Cornette, I could listen to talk stories about wrestling for hours. If Paul Heyman gets a podcast, good God, I'm listening to that. Absolutely am. That'd be great. Truthfully, it'd be great. Um... My thoughts on Roman losing the titles at SummerSlam to Cody is going to happen. It's going to fucking happen, but again, I don't know much. I'm just a dude behind a microphone. If you are familiar with this show and the stupidity behind it, you'll remember an old debate that we had maybe three years ago. It is called the Great Sandwich Debate. And my life has become a lie at this point. It has become apparent to me that pizza is now considered a sandwich. What? Apparently, yes, pizza is considered an open-faced sandwich. Explain this shit to me. Again, I'm not the smartest dude on the face of the planet, but hey. Like. What the f- what the fuck? How, how does pizza qualify as a sandwich? For those who do not know the great sandwich debate, here it goes. 
A burger is not a sandwich. A hot dog is not a sandwich. A wrap is not a sandwich. A quesadilla is not a sandwich. It's not. Someone told me that avocado toast is considered a sandwich, and I wanted to punch a hole in the wall. How the fuck does that compute in my brain? Explain this to me. Please. I... I don't know what to think anymore. My life is a lie. Uh, But... In all seriousness, no. Um... Listen. If ever... You have questions about your sandwich debate or your opinions on the sandwich call me no don't actually call me my number's blocked from this podcast thank you but in all seriousness pizza is not a fucking sandwich I don't care what you people say here's a brilliant fucking question for you all Darth Vader is he a villain or a tragedy I say tragedy. Hold on, my friends. Who listen to this stupidity or watch it on TikTok or YouTube or Instagram or what the fuck are you watching? Hear me out. Darth Vader is a tragedy and here's why. I'll pull the microphone closer for you can hear this. Darth Vader is a tragedy because he all he wanted was peace for himself and for his wife. He wanted whatever was he wanted to do whatever was necessary for him to get that. If that isn't love for one, I don't know what the fuck is. Now, doesn't mean what he did was right. If you've seen all the first six Star Wars movies, you know what I'm talking about. And Listen, you have every right to trash Darth Vader for what he did, but if you don't see, I I don't know what, I don't know how you don't see this as a tragedy. I I see it as a tragedy and with a beautiful ending. He finally got to achieve inner peace within himself, and that's a wonderful thing because deep down, what he really fucking wanted was to be, was to feel love again. And he did. His son, granted, somewhat killed him. Luke, somewhat killed him. But, at the same fucking point, when you think about it through and through more, it's kind of considered a tragedy of Darth Vader. And it's probably not the worst thing to say. You could say he's a good person, but he wasn't. Darth Vader was not a good person. He's arguably the greatest villain in movie history. And there is pretty good case for it as a tragedy. Rather than just a villain story. I got three more topics to talk about before I close up shop for the day. Um, but the Oakland A's are becoming the Las Vegas A's, or the Athletics. It's for short for athletics. And 
For the city of Oakland, you did this to yourself. Let's be honest here. You did. You did this to yourself because your stupid politicians wanted nothing to do with the Raiders, the Warriors, and now the Athletics. But I thought the A's were going to move to Vegas years ago. They're not officially going to be there until 2027, which is four years from now. Come back to this in four years when I say this. Um, This is great for baseball. This is phenomenal for baseball. Um, Because you get a big market in Vegas, and you're probably going to look at, say, hey, we could expand now. And... Buffalo comes into the equation because the Blue Jays did a great job in Buffalo. Let's be honest here. The Blue Jays did a great job in Buffalo. And probably Oklahoma City. Or Portland. Either or, not a bad idea. Um, You got to get 32 teams in baseball because that'd be fun. Um, It would be interesting to see. And I, I mean when I say this is great for baseball. It really is. Um, Sure, it's not great for baseball in Oakland, but at the same point, that team was going in the shitter anyway. Let's be honest with ourselves here. Let's be completely fucking honest here. It was going in the shitter anyway. And now, they get to move to a shiny new building in Las Vegas. Which is nice. Oh, Kansas City. You're becoming the one thing you hated the most. You're becoming the Patriots. And you know what? This is what you get. You hated the Patriots for so long. You've, like, to quote CM Punk, you've become the thing you've hated the most. You've become the New York Yankees. That is what you're becoming. The Chiefs are becoming the Patriots. And it's a fucking shame. Because, you know what? I actually like Patrick Mahomes. I think he's a phenomenal quarterback. I think when it's all said and done, he's going to be a top 10 quarterback ever. And the NFL will stop at nothing to keep dick-sucking the Chiefs. They did it with the Patriots, they did it with the Cowboys, they're going to do it again with the Chiefs. And it's a shame. Because the NFL really wants their dynasties, they really do. And it's a, it's it's awful. It's fucking terrible. Because you actually got really good teams in the AFC. And Cincinnati, Buffalo, uh, probably the Chargers, and maybe Denver and Jacksonville. To be determined, of course. But it won't matter because the Chiefs are going to win the next three Super Bowls, probably. And it's a shame because, you know, you want parity in the NFL. You don't want the same teams winning. You don't. You don't want to become the NBA. You don't want to have the problem the NBA had, which is where LeBron was getting the finals like seven straight times or eight straight times. And then. Golden State was winning all the time. 
You don't want that. You do not want that if you're the NFL. You don't. And I, I knew from that Super Bowl, the previous one, something just did not feel right with the Chiefs. It just... You're becoming the thing that you hate the most. And that's the Patriots. So, I mean, tell me what you guys think. I mean, truthfully, that's that's how I see it. So, it has become apparent that I give great advice. According to people. Um, I've given... I like to say I give good advice. And... If you want, you can take it. If not, then exit out of this clip or exit out of this show, whatever the fuck you want to do. But take care of yourself before you love others. You got to learn to love yourself before you love someone else. You know, you're not just going to be like Jack and Rose from Titanic. You're, You're just not. Where you're just going to be like, you know... Paint me like one of your French women or whatever the fuck. It's just, it's not going to happen like that. You're not going to get a fairy tale ending or fairy tale story. You're just not. Um, but best piece of advice I, I probably ever gave to anyone is to take your time with life like a good cigar and a glass of whiskey and enjoy that shit. Enjoy that shit. Um, you gotta take life with a grain of salt, but when it comes to loving someone, you gotta be there for that person like they're there for you. You know, that person could take their life on pause for you. You gotta do the same for them when they need it. Um... There's a lot of things I want to say, but there's a lot of things I don't want to say. And love is a poison, if you think about it. But it's also, it's like, it's love is like chemotherapy in some way. It helps you, but it can also kill you. Think of it that way. And... You gotta be able to understand that when heartbreak comes and it's gonna come, you gotta take it with a grain of salt and say, you know what? That happened. That's okay. It could be your fault, it could be their fault. When shit happens, you gotta be able to flush it and say, you know what? Am I happy with how shit ended? No. But in the end, you got to be able to move forward with your life. But in terms of wanting to love someone, I would say treat that person how you'd want to be treated yourself. Treat them with kindness. Treat them with respect. Don't be afraid to spoil them from time to time. I do myself. I spoil myself from time to time. It's a habit. I do. And you got to be able to tell yourself no. You got to be able to tell that person no. 
because I love you. That's why I'm saying no. This person could say, can I get my nails, can you get my nails done for me? Or can you give me this car part? You got to be able to tell them no. But, love and care for that person, respect that person, comfort that person, be there for them when, when they're needed the most. That's all I can say. Just show them that unconditional love exists. Because you know what? And throw you people out there. You fucking deserve all the happiness in the world. You do. You genuinely do. And don't ever, ever shortchange your happiness. For someone else because in the end you're the most important person in your life but also love that person like you'd love yourself think about that way hey guess what peeps we've reached the end of this journey for today and that's okay because there's plenty more coming where that came from um I want to thank you guys for Continuing with this journey for me. Or or with me in this case. I want to thank you all for continuing this journey with me. Um, Again, I like to... I do this for fun. I don't do it for fame. I don't do it for popularity. I don't do it for money. I do it for fun because that's what I love to do. Um, And you guys continuously, you know, maybe want to do it. And that's great because I love doing this. So... That'll do it for this episode of Time to BS with Samuel Smooth. Thank you so much for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Daniel Smooth, coming to you from the beaches of Long Island, New York. And I will see you all in this life or the next one. Have a good one, guys.